This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I know, I know. I missed the, the podcast on Friday unintentionally. No notice. Everybody said, where have you been? What happened? You working on the radio show? You said it wasn't going to interfere with the podcast. <clears throat> I never said that, first of all. I said that my intentions were to continue the podcast uninterrupted, but not necessarily unchanged. And in a lot of ways, I've never promised that. It's always evolving in some way, I guess. Anyway, I wasn't here on Friday. Let's not make <laughs> Make it too complicated. As a matter of fact, I was working on the radio show, but that's ultimately not what prevented me from uh, from being here. But here I am. But while we're on the subject of the radio show, well, first let me just tell you, I know that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. I know that the country is coming apart at the seams, but know this, number one, uh, we've seen worse times, much worse times. We've been through much worse. And I'm not saying that this makes anything okay. I'm just st- suggesting that uh, we still may have our best days ahead of us if at some point people would wake up and realize that there's just a few things that we need to turn around. You know, there really are a lot of things that this country has going for it. The only reason I think we're still standing but there's a couple things we got to get fixed, such as the border, for example. I don't know, just a thought. Anyway, radio show, world going to uh, hell in a handbasket. Why did I bring that up? Uh, I feel particularly good. I'm very focused right now. I've got a lot of things going on. Things are go- moving forward for me. And when that's happening, I tend to feel pretty good. Physically, I'm getting at it. This um, approach I've taken this year which has been basically purposely gauging back a little bit in terms of what? Not 100% clean eating, but just saying, you know what, I'm going to do 80%. You know, if I want to have a cocktail here and there, I'll have it. If I want to have a beer, a light beer. Normally I wouldn't do that at this phase of things. January, February, a lot of times I would just go, you know, full, clean, you know, no cheats at all, no alcohol, no chocolate, no um, nothing, nothing processed. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm eating very good. Today, uh, I had some chicken legs seasoned and baked. Nice lean protein. I leave the skin on. Call me crazy. I think a little fat is good. Uh, breakfast, I'll have some bacon and eggs. No, No bread or potatoes or anything like that. Protein bar, protein shake here and there. I did over the weekend. I had a fruit smoothie, little uh, orange banana, and this little cordless blender. Did I tell you about this thing we got for Christmas? My wife got me one, 16 ounce. I wanted something a little bigger. I think it's like a 22. I, for whatever reason, I guess because I'm a big guy. I mean, I put like three little tangerines in there, whatever they are, clementines, I don't know, and a banana. And it was tough to fit, quite frankly. But uh tasted good. It's very pulpy, the way it grinds up in there. It got a small blade in there. I throw a little bit of ice. But anyway, 
That's just a nice way to have a little fresh fruit. Normally at this stage, I would not have the sugary carbohydrates like that. This weekend, I woke up. I was a little sluggish. Saturday morning, I wanted to get some miles in. I said, I need, I need a little pep-me-up. It worked. It worked. You get the potassium from the banana. I didn't have any cramp problems on my hike. Very good. All good. Anyway, I feel good. So, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. The country's tearing apart. And I'm just like, well, if I have to move, I guess that's what it's going to come down to. Even if I have to carry the family out on my back, I'll be ready to go. What can I tell you? (laughs) Radio show coming up on five minutes into the podcast, talking nothing but nonsense. Let's get it moving, shall we? Yes, we have a new radio show airing on 860 AM WWDB Philadelphia. Mondays at 1600 hours, the Monday evening commute. How cool is that? Boom. We need a billboard down here. I'm going to be looking for uh, financial support down the road. I'll just be up front with you. It's going to have to have the radio show. Well, it doesn't have to have. I want some listener support. I desire. I don't know how to say that. I'd like. I request. Um, look, I think that we're going to end up getting some kind of a sponsor that carries the thing which is kind of typical. And then there's usually not much more. And there's a variety of reasons why that happens. If you're lucky, most radio shows, they never really get off the ground. They never get a sponsorship at all. I have a sponsor, thanks to a good friend. That's a great start. Number two is going to be a big deal. But at some point, I think we'll be attractive to somebody who will just carry the cost of the show. It's not that big for a corporate sponsor. At that point, I don't want somebody controlling the show to that degree. I just don't want it. There has to be other support. So I'm hoping that veterans and companies that support and appreciate veterans will ultimately support. I'm not ready for anything right now. The only reason I'm bringing it up right now, there's not even any way to contribute or, or sponsor right now. Other than you could contact me if you're really that serious at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. And I appreciate the people that already have. we got a good momentum on that. I'm not currently taking any. So just so everybody knows that. If I've talked to you, I'm like, oh, you keep bringing it up. But then I talked to you, you said you're not ready. I would like to have people in the queue, please. Let me know if you're interested. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm very excited. I, I think it's going to go well. And by the way, what's that money going to be used for? Well, there's production cost. And then the next logical step would be video. You want me to talk about that for a minute? This is why uh, I think the radio industry in part is falling apart. But but just I, I, just out of touch. I don't know what to say. So there's a local uh, host here. He's kind of uh, up and coming. You'd say oh, he's been like up and coming for five years. And I don't think he's all that up and coming at all, really. Um, he's just not that known. But uh, in some circles, he is. Big name locally, that's what I'm trying to tell you, okay? They have the um, YouTube feed. Live, they do it, but it was from four months ago. So it's a live feed that's had four months of seasoning. This is a Philadelphia market, one of the top markets in the country still. You know how many views are on that? One of the top guys in one of the top markets did it live which you have to have a certain number of, of, of uh, fans just to get to that on YouTube. 
you know, professional videographer there, a couple hundred dollar cost of that for an hour show. Guess how many views? 1,500. Nothing. That's nothing. That, that, that's, uh, and I don't know what the real stats are. Somebody probably knows better than me on, you know, how many of those are actually full views? How many are, you know, clicks and, and walked away by accident? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's not nothing in, in certain circles, but in that genre, in the news and politics, it's nothing. What does all this tell you? I got to tell you something else, by the way. <laughs> Let me just throw this out there. If anybody from Beasley's listening to this, uh, I hope they don't get upset with me. I don't think anybody is listening on the AM radio side. When I say nobody, I mean zilcho, zalcho, nowchow, nothing. Maybe your little core 25, 50 fans, 100, 200 maybe. I'd be shocked. I could have a way to prove it. <laughs> How's about this? I go on the radio and I says, first person that calls gets $1,000. Boom. Wow. Um, I don't know if I want to do it. It's a live radio show with a call-in number. I have my suspicions on what's going on. I don't think anybody's listening. It's all podcast. Now, the reason I think, not the reason, I think that the station needs to do more to promote itself and also go out uh, properly on podcast. I will put, it's my show in this case. This is a different arrangement by design, by the way. I'm not... Believe me, I'm not bashing Beasley or or AM radio. I love it, and I love them. Please don't take it that way. I want to I want to uh, bring an audience is what I'm hoping to do. But I have a funny feeling that the AM radio audience is going to end up coming from the podcast, not the other way around. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think I delivered that very well. Hopefully, I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. I grew up listening to this station. It means a lot to me. But what am I going to do? Sit here and lie to you? Oh, yeah, we're getting 50,000 listens on the radio show. I don't think so. I think it's all on the podcast. I'll mention this right now also, if you don't know. Nobody's really caught on to this. Um, My full name is Christopher Scott Kunkel. And for many years, six years, almost exactly six and a half leading up to this point, I had always published under the pen name, just shortened my name, Christopher Scott, which I did for professional reasons. Um, and <laughs> probably should have kept with that, but uh, I didn't. And I decided to come out <laughs> in my real name, Christopher Scott Kunkel, and my new book, Victory Over Chaos, which is what I started talking about, and the new radio show, Project Chaos, uh, you'll see my full name, Christopher Scott Kunkel. And pretty soon we're going to have the, um, the, the books uh, that I've written under Christopher Scott be The Lion, Common Sense, Common Sense in Modern English. They'll be available soon on uh, not only on ChristopherScottShow.com, 
but also projectchaos.org. And uh, it's really an incredible radio show like no other, man. Uh, you got to check it out. I'm kidding you not. You, you know, I don't know. So I don't like to be braggy. I know this all sounds funny and meant different depending on the context. But people have been saying to me lately, you should do more to promote yourself, promote yourself. I'm like, you know, I probably do. Anyway, I've already written three books. I'm coming out with number four, and it's it's incredible. You don't want to miss it. I'm telling you, this book, whether you're a veteran or not, I'm telling you, you could open to any page in this book, and there's something that will speak to you. Go to projectchaos.org and make sure you sign up for my email list, please. I need your support in this regard, very simply. I don't go begging people for money and whatnot. I mentioned about support for the radio show. We'll get to that. In the meantime, if you've been listening to the podcast, I sure would appreciate you signing up for that email list at projectchaos.org. And go on there, and uh, once I email you, uh, which I send out like a, a week, uh, two, twice a week, I'll send out an email before the show and after. <clears throat> I try to include some interesting photos, but that's gotten difficult because of the doggone spam filter stuff. Anyway, I try to make it short and interesting. It's not spammy. There's no selling in there. But it'll also notify you when the book is ready and also when that you, you can listen to the show links. Go to projectchaos.org. Go listen to it, please. I will have it going out on the Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast channels. Uh, what's the target date for that? I want to say early April. We'll be doing that launch. Between now and then, what's going to happen? When that, when that occurs, I'm going to be asking everybody feverishly when we hit launch on the book and the podcast i need you to help me out the podcast is easy just go click and listen i need you to click go on there go to projectchaos.org and just click on everything man <laughs> i need uh i need the traffic on it i need the activity i need it to rank it's very important right now i got about what have I got about uh, eight weeks at most? I got to build up this activity. When we go live on Amazon, when we go uh, live on Apple Podcasts, I need this thing to rank. And unlike this, this local guy here with the 1,500 views, it's not news and politics. It's not news and politics. It's the perspective of a warrior, the mindset of of our military. That's what I'm sharing on that podcast. And it's amazing. It really is. The feedback is amazing that we just completed the third show last week. You can listen to it. The fourth one uh, will be today here a little bit later. I'll be down there doing that show. Anyway, I did the third show and I did the first segment. And I mean, I didn't feel myself. It didn't seem right. I got home and I listened to it. I'm like, that is world-class radio. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm just telling you, I've been doing this a little while now, a couple of weeks anyway. <laughs> Where are we at? 1,629 podcasts, let alone three books on Audible, number four coming around, how many videos I've narrated, and a radio show to boot. I've been behind the microphone and, oh, yeah, the stand-up comedy. How could I forget? Here we are. Let's get at it. I got stuff I want to talk about halfway through the podcast. I don't know about you, the robocalls, the robotexts, you know what I'm talking? I don't really get robocalls so much anymore. Robotexts. 
robo-texts, um, they're all political. So you wonder why they say, oh, they can't stop it. Nobody's even saying that. It's just nobody says anything about it. It just goes on and on and on. That's because the political parties are involved in it. They say that child pornography fuels trafficking. They can't censor that, but they can censor your social media posts. They can contact trace everybody you've met in a year but can't locate anybody who's been trafficking children. They can tabulate 150 million votes over a commercial break but can't count the votes of Maricopa County in an entire month. They can monitor every $600 transaction or gun purchase for every American but can't locate billions of dollars sent to Ukraine. They can geofence your phone and show you ads based on private conversations but can't locate damning evidence against the Biden crime family while holding the laptop for nearly three years. Many of these problems you come to learn, they don't want them solved. Evil people that are benefiting from it. I want to mention this story. This would be good for the uh, Project Chaos radio show. Uh, Navy uh, active duty, I believe. She, uh, yeah, Petty Officer Third Class, Lauren Singer, female, Coronado Bridge, San Diego, California. She sees a guy on the side. She looks. She's got a, he's got a rope. She swings in there. Very dangerous. Guy's got a gun, knife, and a rope. He's about to, I don't know, shoot, hang, kill himself. She grabs the gun, throws it under the car, kicks the knife away, grabs him while somebody comes and calls 911, saved his life. Really fantastic. Lots of efforts. Female veteran. Incredible, right? Why isn't that like a national headline? Why doesn't that get more than 1,500 views? Nobody cares about anything anymore. There's a satur- serious digital saturation. That's a real problem for sure. Biden greeted the troops. Uh, the Three killed in, uh, what, Jordan, right? Army guys, soldiers. And, uh, you know, how come he didn't um, greet the Marines that came back from Afghanistan? Does he hate the Marine Corps? They do hate the Marine Corps. Because the Marine Corps is not political. The Marine Corps refuses to be politicized. You can't, this is what they fail to understand. You can't politicize the Marine Corps. It's not going to happen. So they hate the Marine Corps because there's no political value in it. It's a political liability because the you know, Marines will speak up, point out, disobey illegal orders, you name it. I was talking about that. I'll be talking about that rather this Monday. Young female Marine. It's a fantastic story. Check it out at projectchaos.org. That'll be uh, coming up later today. But anyway, uh, you know, politically, the Marine Corps is just a real liability, no matter who it is. And um, this is an election year. And this is the lack of integrity that makes people hate people like Biden. Now, if you're the average blue-haired, you know, liberal loving, transgender-loving, homeless person-loving, you know, hate-has-no-home-here liberal, you look at this and you say, Chris, what is the problem? He's there. He's there now. What are you complaining about? And it's that. It's the lack of integrity. that He's doing it for his benefit, not their benefit. Disgusting, really, to me. 
that he would do anything in his election on, on their back, on, especially from their deaths. I mean, one thing, if there was a military victory that he wanted to come celebrate and take the lead, that he kind of initiated or what have you, okay, I guess I could give him that. Dancing on their graves, really? While he turned his back on the Marine Corps? And what do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to say? We all saw the video. I didn't. Of the migrants, <laughs> I wouldn't watch it. Pummeling the New York uh, City cops outside the Times Square shelter. I, I asked myself, how does that really happen? Cops. I didn't watch the video. I just I don't, I don't need that kind of stuff in my headspace right now. I just really question the lieutenant. How out of shape were these guys? Did they get, was it three on five? Three cops on five? Cops were a lot bigger. I don't know. Is American journalism headed toward an extinction-level event? Um, show me where there's any good journalism. Wall Street Journal? I don't really see it there. Um, I'm not saying that there aren't some decent writers out there, but where's journalism? It's been gone for quite a while, as best I can tell. People, I think, are just ignoring the news because it's all just fake, everything, all of it. There's, there's like a major warning right now about rain in California. I was like, eh, is it even real? You know, when they say that we're headed for a, 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 a precipitation pandemic, everybody gets a little confused, I think. I don't know. Uh, did you hear in Pennsylvania about the guy, I think I might have mentioned this last week, who beheaded his father up in Pennsylvania, not too far from here? Eh, mildly gruesome. He supposedly did this to make a political point. I don't know, this whole story. Of course, the mainstream media is tied to Trump and QAnon and white people acting goofy. So good for the news. That's what I see going on there. Otherwise, I see a lot of mental health issues. There was like three adult children living in the house, like late 30s, living with the father. Who knows what kind of goofy stuff was going on there. Topeka, Kansas wants more migrants. Now, they want legal migrants, to be fair. This is a, here's, a, here's journalism for you. This is from the Wall Street Journal. That they're reporting that Topeka, Kansas wants migrants there. They with but they want you know have to have proper paperwork, green cards. I would say that's a Republican area. Would you agree? They want legal migrants. See that I'm going to tell you right now. I don't believe that the country truly is divided on immigration at all. Matter of fact, I know it's not. I think that truly people in this country favor legal immigration. So why would the the government continue to make it so that it's illegal? Because they're benefiting. War is a racket. Go check it out sometime. We're talking about that on the radio show next week, I think. It's all a racket. Uh, New York City... Uh, councilwoman, I guess, talking about sl- slitting the throat of another councilwoman. Yep, yep, yep. Girls being behaving badly. I don't know. Everybody thinks we can get those dirty birdie men out of here. Everything will be running smoothly. But I don't know. Not in New York, apparently. 
Yeah, yeah, we get the truth. See, as, as I keep saying this, though, everybody's like, oh, white man, bad. Straight white man, bad. Gay man, nice, good. Black man, nice, good. Female, nice, good. Yeah. Slit her throat. Yeah, let me know how it goes. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? Um, outdoor dining disappearing from Philadelphia restaurants. Here's what I wanted to mention about this. i got about five minutes left. I want to talk about a couple of big things. This is the third one. Is it? Let me make sure that's the case. Yes. Philadelphia restaurants, outdoor dining. The the pandemic came in, closed up everything. It did a huge amount of damage. It really did economic. It really, I think, transformed the city of Philadelphia, which is still going on to this day four years later, in my opinion. Have things bounced back? Well, sort of, but it didn't come back the same. People moved out. They're not going to move back. People stop going to places down there. They're not going to go back. And I'm one of them, quite frankly. At least that's my intention. But all that aside, one of the things that popped up, not just in Philadelphia, but here locally as well, was outdoor dining. And I remember some of my business owner friends complaining. What the heck? You know, we gotta, they're forcing us to do this to stay open. We've got to spend all this money on the construction, the heaters, the bug traps, the different tables, da-da-da-da-da-da, um, but they're going to make us pay for permits on top of it. It was horrible <clears throat> what, the, what the state of Pennsylvania did to businesses during the pandemic. It really was. state of Pennsylvania couldn't have shown more. The Democrat-led state of Pennsylvania could not have shown more how much it hates businesses. They continued to levy sales tax with no adjustments for the pen. That was horrible. Horrible. Anyway, let me stick to the point. Business owners come like, you can't waive the permit fees. At least I got to put this roof over this thing. And some of these places were big time all in on the outdoor dining. And I wondered, I thought to myself, how many days out of the year really can you use outdoor dining around here? And you always run the risk, especially certain times of year, that the, uh, you're going to have a quick shift come in. That's probably anywhere. Anyway, it's now disappearing, I think, because people are realizing that they'd rather eat inside. It's another one of those things that was destroyed by the liberal intention, I'll say. You better get vaccinated. Well, they blame it on you for not getting vaccinated. Where are we at in that argument? Anyway, it's all going away because then the, the states and municipalities come back and put new rules and big taxes, big permit fees in place for this outdoor dining. And the restaurants finally just said, we've had it. We're done. What a waste of money. Where's the environmentalist? How many uh, canopies were bought, purchased, and thrown in the trash because of this phony pandemic crap? Um, what is this here? 17 standards that have become normal in society, even though they're very toxic. The expectation that you should automatically know things that you weren't taught growing up. (laughs) I know why I wanted to bring this up now. I forgot about this story. Yeah, this first point here. Um, the somehow that it's wrong is what the point they're making that you should be expected to figure things out on your own 
that somehow that there should be a manual or somebody's obligated to tell you or show you the way, presumably the government. What a shift in thinking. Whatever happened to rugged individualism? How far have we come from that? I think I just had this conversation with my wife, especially for children, but adults too. You hear me joke around. What do I do? I've never heard so much of it in my life. What do I do? I'm 53 years old. When I was 20, you didn't hear grown men talking like that. What do I do? Never heard that. Now it's everything. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) There's men sleeping out front of my house. What do I do? (laughs) Go handle it. (laughs) Uh, Today's teenagers anxious about their futures and disillusioned by politicians. And here's what I wanted to tell you about that. I don't doubt it. It's not just teenagers, it's everybody. I was uh, having a discussion the other day with our housekeeper, and I could tell it just rattled her a little bit. People everywhere, all over, rattled. Why? What's the basic of that? Because we're getting lied to, misled, all over the place, including with this, you know, the sky is falling, the world is ending. It's not. It's not. Climate change isn't ending the world. You know, there's a lot of saber rattling towards a nuclear war because it's very profitable. Just like every time it snows, it's a snowmageddon now. Never just a couple of inches of regular old January snow. No, no, this storm is different. <laughs> Everything's different. And people, they, it's like a rat in the maze. Here's what I tell you. Very simple. I told you how to solve the problem if that's you. Get off of social media and get outside. You'll find everything fixes itself from there. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Sure hope to see you there. Don't make it a great day. In the meantime, make it a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.